And with a quick turn, skipper Alex Dock slams it in. There's Lindegaard making Forrest back pedal. Davis looking to help it into the path of Morris. He's found him via the deflection. It's Aaron Davis. He could win it. He probably has won it for Yeovil. Oh, and it's an opening goal. What a start. Madden, after just six minutes, gives Yeovil the lead. Stansfield, good turn away from Trott. Goal. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Glovers Cast. I have no idea what number we're up to because, well, it's been a lot of chopping and changing. I'm Ben. I'm back from my sick bed. That's good. And the squad rotation system is in full flow here on the Glovers Cast once again. We have chopped and changed. We've gone for a different formation. We've gone for the tried and trusted. We know what we're going to get. We've gone for the Watts Fox formation up front. Elliot, how are you? Good, sir. I am very good. How are you? I'm I'm wonderful. I am wonderful. Uh, Chris Fox, are you just as wonderful? I am just as wonderful as are both of you. Well, that is good news. I would like to start with a thank you because, um, A, I want to thank my, my substitutes this evening for stepping in, but also for the fact that we've had a bit of a squad rotation system, as I've alluded to. So I want to say a big thank you to uh, to Tom, to Ollie, to Rob, and to Nick, who have all tagged in at various points over the past couple of weeks, whilst one or more of the original three plebs are unavailable. Still two of them are unavailable. Um, Dave's away. He's been he's had a lovely time in Spain, back in the country now, but busy. And Ian is at Screwfix Live which you've got to say with a slight Martin Tyler twang to it. And it's live. I'm really surprised that he's prioritising his job over this podcast. um... One of them pays the bills. One (laughs) of them takes up a lot of time and creates a lot of hassle. (laughs) With very little money. Yeah. And and what's Cozy done is he got a free match. He's got a free match ban. He must have done... It was a two-footer challenge. Yeah, two-footer challenge. Not a lot you can do. You know, you have to take them on the chin. Um, so good. Um, right. I've forgotten how to do this because I've been poorly for a week or so, but we're fine. We're good. We'll figure it out. Um, we're going to do a little bit of chronological chat. We're going to talk FA Cup, FA Cup draw. We're going to talk um, Hewish Park going pink. And then we're going to get stuck into the game tomorrow. As you good people listen to this, Hampton and Richmond all in the same day. Feels unfair, doesn't it? Right. Rewind. Um Foxy, you were at the FA Cup game, Stoneham, correct? I was. Yes, I was there, yeah. Overall feelings, 30-ish seconds, 7-1 win. How do you feel about it? It was a good performance. Um, Lots of positives to take. The biggest positive was Michael Smith. Lovely stuff. Let's talk Michael Smith. Um, Elliot, let's bring you in here. Big fan, I hear, of his work at Hearts. (laughs) <laughs> uh we won't do we won't go into too much detail about let's let's, let's go into detail var <laughs> turning down a handball in the box last season but we'll move on swiftly from that i'll tell you what what a sign in I, we were playing lower opposition at the weekend um he looked the class above the opposition that we've played there recently to be honest is up and down the pitch he looked match fit which is something that I was a little bit surprised about. Didn't really think he'd get 90 minutes. But what a game to get some kilometres in the bank, as they say. Um, it wasn't too challenging for him. But it was just the commanding and that sort of harassing of his team as well. He would he sets really high standards, quite clearly. Um, he wouldn't sort of sec- set, settle for second best. Um, yeah, I was really, really impressed and really pleased to him, see him go straight in the side and sort of hit the ground running like that. Quality game for him to come into. Mm-hmm. He's up and down the pitch. Like a, a couple of times I thought, is he meant to be doing that? Is he just taking free <laughs> reign in the first half? He, he should have scored twice. Like oh, uh, he, he, he could have got a goal, right? He, he had a couple yeah. of really good chances. I, I genuinely thought he's going to score today. He looked fired up for a goal. Um, he was getting in positions and yeah, it was, they were quite deep at times and he was quite high at times, um, but you felt really confident every time he was on the ball. So yeah, lovely to see. I guess we'll get stuck into it a little bit later, but I wonder if he's going to have a slightly different afternoon against against Hampton and maybe go back to that against Didcot when it comes around in a week's time. But that's, that's really good. Um, 
I don't know about you, Foxy, but when I saw it, I saw the announcement, I kind of felt like, not that it was so much a statement signing, but it was one of those really eye-catching, what on earth is he doing at Yeovil signings? And he alluded to the fact that, uh, Mark Cooper alluded to the fact that he had offers to go elsewhere. We know he trialled at Cheltenham and not got anything offered there. But it just, that feels, it feels like a bit of a coup, doesn't it? Uh, 100% agree. When I saw the uh, the tweet, I think it was, when uh, the video came through, I looked at him and thought, I recognise him. And then I thought, I'm sure that he played at Rovers. So I actually messaged my mate, um, who's a big Bristol Rovers fan. He just went, sorry, how have you been able to get him? And my response was, I have no idea. Um, and when you look at his pedigree and where he was last season, mm. um, yeah, statement signing, I would say, for me. It's one of them that we've been crying out for a little while for experienced heads in the side, and I think we've probably found that last experienced head that we probably need this season. Um, the weekend's going to tell, and we'll get on to that in a minute, sort of where he's at. Um, but experience, even in the dressing room and off the pitch, um, I think bringing that sort of level of experience, Christ, the man played 40 SPL games last season when was in the Europa League. That's like a ridiculous level, no matter what people think about Scottish football and all of that that goes around it. Coming into National League South with that experience behind you, being in an international team and stuff like that. You know, my guy, Dicke, that's the kind of replacement we need that we've been missing for a little while. Yeah, big fan. Nothing but love. Michael Smith, hopefully he has another good weekend this weekend. Um, FA Cup draw. If Mark Cooper himself was doing the draw, I don't think he could have pulled a better one out of the hat. A home tie, a lower league opposition. I mean, considering some of the bullets that can be, that have been dodged in that, in that third qualifying round, it's a really awkward little spell where there's good teams in there that will, will face a lot of this season can't really ask a lot more than did cut at home. It's a great opportunity to progress again, isn't it? For me, very much so. Yeah, it's the perfect, perfect match again for us. Um, you would hope that we should be able to get through. Obviously, it'll be a tough game. Um, hopefully, obviously, as Mark Cooper sort of alluded to, um, they will be up for the challenge on it. Um, and yeah, just... Let's just see how it gets on and see if we can progress into the fourth qualifying round. There's been an absurd amount of home football, which is good because we're unbeaten at home, but it is absurd. Yeah. Well, we'll, I mean, we'll talk about it in a bit. Our opposition this weekend have only played one home game. Oh, really? Which is ridiculous all season long. Um, So, oh yeah, we've played this ridiculous level. I mean, poor groundsman. He hasn't been able to get on his pitch. Pitch looks mustard, mind. It's yeah. looking really good at the moment, I've got yeah. to say. Considering um, how much football's being played, I mean, the the kids played on it, the under-18s played on it the other night. We're just, we're just putting him through the ringer. Poor Matt probably went sleeping at night thinking, <laughs> got to go and get that sorted before the weekend now. Um, yeah. That is a, yeah, it's quality tyres, chance to get to the next round. Um, probably miss that bath Saturday, which I know a lot of people are looking forward to, but... First, you've got to get past what's in front of you as well. So another professional performance like the weekend is what we need to look for. Yeah, I think I feel a lot better about it because of the respect we showed Stoneham mm. and, the, and the team we put out. We didn't put any kids out. We didn't We didn't go easy on them. We brought Jake Hyde on and Reese Murphy on. Just when we were four and five up, we were like, well, we're, sorry, we're going to do you here. So if we give they, them the same amount of respect, I mean, we'll get into it on next Thursday's episode, I'm sure. But um, if we get into them in the same way that we get into to Stoneham. It just feels like a really good opportunity. And then next round, the actual National League clubs come in and we might be able to test ourselves against someone from a higher division. <laughs> you, know yeah. who, you know who we're going to draw if we get through, so... <laughs> we all know. Let's not go there. <laughs> it's still, is it not still regionalised, North and South? I in, think in, so. Yeah. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. I think so, but it is just split in two. I think so. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay, so we might get away with it. And I think that I think that is dependent on obviously who gets through. 
Yeah. If a lot of southern base sides get through, a bit like the National League North and South at the moment, there's a very southern feel to the north. So we shall see. Okay. I feel like we've covered the newsy bits off um, from last week. Very happy with the FA Cup draw. Other things to note, um, kids got beat in the FA Youth Cup big time as well. 3-0 against Helston Athletic, who I hadn't heard of, which is obviously a little bit of a disappointing effort. And the women have got another good FA Cup tie. They are at home in the FA Cup. So lots of FA Cup news this week. The other news um, is that against Braintree, we're going pink. Um, again, this feels like something we'll probably delve a little bit more into when we actually come around to the fixture. But it's an announcement video that was full of emotion. Um, it it seems to have struck a real chord with a lot of supporters that I've spoken to and obviously seen on, on across all social medias and stuff. I just wonder what your guys' immediate thoughts were when seeing when seeing that we're teaming up with the Oval Hospital charity. Um. Yeah, I'm going to come straight in here. I think it's amazing. Um, the pit, the kit, should I say, is beautiful. Nice. Um, and I want to get my hands on one of them and probably one for Jess as well. Um, an early call to everyone if you've been thinking about going to Hewish Park this season, not being able to get there, not being able to, sh- not been staying away for whatever reasons that have sort of hung around in the past. If there's one game to try and get yourself to, if you live around the area you can get down is get to that game forty thousand pounds to raise for the hospital to provide an amazing service that this area needs so badly um would be incredible i know that um jess's nan suffered from breast cancer a few years ago they had to go to bristol every day for mm. three months almost for treatment the access to that service in this area is so needed you don't want to be suffering that it's horrible and having to travel every day for treatment half an hour to Taunton or an hour to Bristol. I think the fact that we've got an opportunity to almost get them over the line on that and help provide that vital funding that they need for the area is so important to so many of us. And I'm sure most of us have been touched by that in one way or another, just absolute credit to the club. That video was fantastic. The kit looks lovely. I can't really add much more than that, apart from get yourself to Hewish Park on the 28th of October, I think it is. Boxy, do you look good in pink, mate? I look I look good in any, anything I wear. Ben, you, you you are not, you're not wrong. I just needed to clarify that pink was also available. <laughs> but yeah, it was just goosebumps on that video. And I can yeah. only just echo what um, Elliot's just said there. Um, summed it up perfectly. I just thought it was brilliant. Brilliant idea. Brilliant gesture. And yeah, let's pack the park for that. Um, for that day and raise as much money as we we can and get them over the line. If they're auctioning the kits off, who's going to be the most popular kit this season? Oh, jeez, good luck getting all the Murphys for less than four figures. I reckon it's Murphys as well. Yeah, yeah, genuinely, genuinely. I'm just looking now for 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 context here. Uh, the Over Hospital charity has a breast cancer unit appeal, as um, Elliot alluded to there. Having that, um access to not just treatment but also actually diagnosis equipment the availability to do uh mammograms and things like that at yeovil will be huge they wanted to raise 2.5 million quid and i know a, a number of people have done bits and pieces for them in the past um uh, stuff including yeovil fans for example as it stands two million four hundred and sixty thousand nine hundred and sixty one my maths ain't much cop but 39 grand and hundred quid is all that separates them from two and a half million pounds. It feels like a great time and some of the amounts of money being supported, um, marathons, half marathons, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, 4,000s, 3,000s, 2,000s, lots of money being raised. Just feels to me like, do either, either of you two aware of, you know, in the cricket, they have blue for Bob at Edgebaston. They have a day where the whole place properly turns. Yeah. Red yeah. for Ruth at Lords for Ruth Strauss and her foundation. The Aussies do it amazingly well with the um, with the McGrath Foundation. Yeah. The whole place turns pink. The stumps are pink. The back pink. Everything's pink. And I just wonder if this might just be the start of something that we can make a semi regular thing. And I I would love it if if everyone got involved. If you can, if you are going, find a pink T shirt. Find you know wear a pink hat. 
you know, spray your hair pink, you know, g- grab last season's away, whatever it is, get like, have a bit of fun with it and see if you can do it. I'm, I'm hoping they've booked a pink tribute act for the side of space uh, bar as well. That's a great idea. You know, um, there, there has to be a Southwest pink tribute act somewhere. <laughs> There's got to be one. Book them, book them. Um, you know what I mean? It's that it's got a little bit of that feeling to it. But yeah, I saw it and thought, this is what community football clubs are doing. This is what they do. And one thing we know about Yeovil fans and have been proven right time and time again is when there's something to get behind, they bloody well get behind it. And it just, again, immediate reaction. We're only a couple of days in. We've got a few weeks to go. It's the 28th of of October. But immediate reaction is everyone's right behind this already. There's a lot of buzz around it, a lot of buzz, which is really good to see. Yeah, and like you said, they're, they're so close, Ben. So close, so local. Serves so many people in the area who have and will be affected by breast cancer. Mm. And yeah, I felt, I just felt I've got shivers thinking about that video from yesterday and actually mm. how much good that can do for our area. Um how much that can help people who are struggling honestly just if there's a chance to get yourself to huge part this season that's got to be the day yeah feels feels like a a day to get involved i'm sure they'll be doing other bits and pieces i'm sure they'll announce um, whatever it is they're planning on doing on the day i imagine it's not just wear pink i imagine there's stuff going on and, and as and when it comes across I'm sure we'll 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 let you know, and you'll be able to catch all of it. There is, I have written a thing for the for the Glovers Cast website, and I have put the Just Giving link in. So if there is anybody out there that is thinking there's absolutely no way I can get to Hewish Park, I live a bazillion miles away, and you do just want to chuck a fiver in, you can do that already, and sort of help in that way, shape, or form. The kits are going to be available. We're told in a. A very limited number. I will be fighting for one. That's absolutely for sure because I I absolutely love the kit. I love all it. It's I like that it's local. I like that it's personal to to people within the club. That's that just feels like it how it should be. It just feels right, doesn't it? Um, we're big fans, big fans here at the Glovers Cast, and I'm sure Ian is already making the pink graphics. Sure, he's already got. I'm sure he's already got. I'm sure he is taking time. That thing where someone changes their Lego on Twitter for a week. Yeah, I'm sure it's already been sorted. Yeah. No pressure, Ian. Yeah, yeah. Well, if, if he hadn't thought about it, he has now. <laughs> um, good. Looking forward to that. There will be more, I'm sure, coming out over the next few weeks. And if you do want to try and find a pink tribute act, I have just found one. Um, just a little pink tribute Somerset. Here we go. Um, Vicky Jackson is uh pink there you go uk is number one and she's from just south of bristol apparently there you, there go. you go let's tag mark robinson on twitter there you go I mean, they, they all listen mate you're fine <laughs> <laughs> what oh friday 29th of september she is playing the fleece in bristol popular venue that is there you go popular venue around these parts she, she might actually be too big for us <laughs> Is she now too big of an event? Anyway. (laughs) Oh, she's playing the Grand Pier at Western Supermare as well. Anyway, right. There you go. Right, let's talk football. We've got to play Hampton and Richmond on Saturday. Uh, uh, Foxy, are you going? You making a trip? I'm not making a trip, no. No, This guy is, though. This guy is. How are you looking forward to your journey, Foxy, Saturday morning? Um, Firstly, I'm not sure why I get invited every time we're playing a double-powered team. So, uh... Yeah, that's interesting because last time was having in Waterlooville as well. Um, yeah, looking forward to Saturday, actually. It'll be nice to get to an away game on the back of uh, an away win last time. Uh, Western feels like ages ago now, though. That's done it. It feels like a long time ago. And I thought, yeah, that's the one off the bat that we needed to um, to get done. However, we've been back in the familiar settings of Pewish Park for a couple of weeks since. So, uh It'll be interesting to see how we set up. Hampden haven't had the greatest start, have they? I think they've only won one in the last five. They're sat near the bottom. Interesting to hear what you said earlier, they Ben, about how they've only played one home game so far. Um, but my takeaway from Saturday is 
there's got to be one name on the team sheet at the start, and that's Reese Murphy. I mean, that man was revved up on Saturday. He is here to make a statement. He looks a class above every time that he's on the pitch. Um, I'd be surprised not to see him start this weekend. I'll get into team news and specifically Reese in a minute <laughs> or so because obviously we have played Hampton before and he did quite well in that game. Um, just for context, as it stands, Hampton are nine, nine, uh, 21st, played nine, of which eight are away. Um, you'll hear why on the foot in the opposition camp. Um, on Saturday morning, we've got Seb on. He's um, foot in both camps, I suppose. But they are a perfect one-from-one one at home. They've not conceded a home goal yet. But that's because they've only played one game against Weymouth. So, Oh, uh, that's why. Uh, yeah, yeah, is, exactly. that the, is that the mental game with the floodlight failure? Oh, it took about six weeks to finish, didn't it? Yeah. 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 We yeah. were basically back from Western Supermare that night as they were coming off the pitch. <laughs> Yes, I do recall that. I remember kind of doing the post-match, writing the post-match stuff up and, and dropping in the group chat. Why are they Why are they still playing at West? <laughs> why are they still playing at, at, at Hampton? It's ridiculous. Anyway, yes, <laughs> it is. Um, they are actually on a three-match unbeaten run. That, that Weymouth game, three games back, um, Western Supermare won, Hampton and Richmond won. They did beat Southall, 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 Southall. In the FA Cup, um, late, late goal there. Ben Seymour, remember him? Yes. Yes. Yeah. He scored a couple of goals for them, including the late winner against Southall at the weekend. Um, let's talk about Ben Seymour because it's him and Jake Gray that figure pretty heavily for um for Hampton. A couple of familiar names. Dare I suggest a couple of names with maybe points to prove? I, I would say so. I, I, I actually quite liked uh, Ben Seymour when he was... Uh, it's something about him, didn't he? I thought he, he, he looked okay. Um, obviously, he came in at a difficult time, I'd say, really. Yeah. Um, so it was very difficult for him to um, make a, a massive impression. But I, I I liked what I saw. And obviously, he was a young player then when he, when he was here. Um, still is, to be fair. Um, but... Yeah, I think he he looked a very decent um decent prospect. So, team then team, how do we go about this? First of all, we're down to five subs again, not seven like in the FA Cup. We've got some headaches. We've got to try and figure this team out. How do we get everybody in? It was alluded to today. You can't play eight strikers because um well you'd be knackered. How, how do we get everybody in? Do you make any changes? For Just for reference, day in goal, Smith, Staunton, Wannell, Whittle, Hours, Cooper, Worthington, Stevens, Young, Nublé was the starting lineup for the FA Cup. Are we making any changes there? Elliot, I know you've made one in your head. Who's Murphy coming in for? I think uh, I don't think Nublé set the world light on Saturday. Um, it should have been a game where he really went for them. He got his goal, don't get me wrong, um, but his head didn't really look in the game at the weekend. Um, I think that's fair to say. I can see Foxy nodding, which is yeah, good. Yeah, I'd agree. Um, bit static. Murphy came on. The rest of the team were trying to play a training game. Murphy was hungry for goals, and I think if we've <laughs> seen him on the pitch this year, and he's not had a, he's not had the same amount of time as I've expected him to have had so far, um, I think he's fired up. I'd like to see him come into the side. I don't... We're in this weird situation where we've got three realistically very good strikers um, and we can generally only pick one because of the formation we play. Um, I don't imagine that's going to be tinkered around with too much. Potentially we see Jordan Stevens get another start again. Um, yeah, I think it's probably Murphy for Nublet in my opinion. Didn't look like we were carrying knocks and we didn't set up with a weak yeah. side at the weekend. You don't need to change too much. No, I, I'd agree there. Um especially on the points um with Nublay. And he, he looked like he also picked up an injury um when he actually did score the goal. I think it was his ankle, I think it might have been. He looked like he was struggling a little bit on that. Um but like Elliot, I've I felt that we um when Newball was on or new play, sorry. Um, I felt we lacked something a little bit up front, and 
when Murphy came on on uh, Saturday, he he had that point to prove, fox in the box, and he was like, right, I'm going to show I'm going to show that I deserve a place in this starting eleven. Um, and for me, I think he deserves that that start on on Saturday. So that would be my change. Apart from that, I think it, we we look good to go. It depends how Jordan Stevens has reacted, I suppose, from from his seventy minutes um, on Saturday. Um, obviously, stepping up his fitness. Um, whether we see Jordan Maguire Drew instead, but I really like the the pace of Jordan Stevens, um, and it sort of gave us that different option um, where we've got Jordan Young sort of on the ball looking for areas and it, you could already see on Saturday um, Smith and Smith and Stevens already had that link up play as well um, which was really good to see so early so yeah I think it would just be the one change for me Neither of you bringing Morgan Williams in first name on the well, team normally I, I was going to discuss Morgan Williams um, wanting the side of two at the weekend no so he, he had a slight injury and i think it was a case of we don't necessarily need to risk it but he is available for saturday you'd be hard pressed not to put back in the side wouldn't you Um, he's first name on the team sheet for me but i don't know who he comes in for where does he go in that team i don't don't know the answer to that question i thought keeper played really well i thought i was going to say does he come in for one of cooper hours and worthington but none of them have done anything wrong if he comes in for someone, it'll be ours, I think. Ours is good. I think ours for me, ours gives us that um, left-footed option as well in the, in the midfield. So you've got Cooper, who's right-footed, obviously Worthington, right-footed, um, and yeah, ours. I think he, for me, he probably deserves his spot. Another who's uh, not had a lot of game time there. Hmm. It's a tricky one. We're not the managers, so we're just... it's definitely it's a definite step up from the weekend as well, isn't it? So those ones who've got some minutes in the tank, that is good. But I don't know if we see the sort of seventy, eighty minutes out of some of them that we might have seen mm. at the weekend. Yeah. Be interesting. Ben, you're writing down notes. What are you going for? <laughs> I I I think you've got to get Morgan Williams in. Yeah. I really, really do somewhere. And I wonder if I wonder if we'll go back to the back three and get him somewhere. I'm not sure if Michael Smith's an actual wing back. That's my that's my question. But I wonder if we go back to the thing to get Whittle up the other side. Michael Smith played like one on uh, Saturday. Well, this is it. So I'm I'm wondering if Williams comes into the middle of a three with Wannell, Jake Wannell to his left, Josh Thornton to his right, Morgan Williams in the middle, let Whitson down the left and, and Smith down the right just go. Give yourselves Cooper and Hours or Cooper and Worthington and just say you've got five defensive-minded players, everyone else disappear <laughs> off. You know. Basically, not it, the formation isn't three five two. It's five five. It's three central defenders, two holders. The rest of you disappear off and go and score us goals. Because I think we need to impose ourselves early on this game. I was just going to say that we need I, another yeah. early I, goal. Yeah, uh, I couldn't yeah. agree more. And I think we're going to need. I would be tempted to try and make sure we're winning set pieces early doors. So I'm definitely keeping Stevens in, and I'm definitely keeping Young in. My question might be. Do we start Jake Hyde over Nuble? Haven't seen a lot of Hyde. He's been unlucky not to have scored or maybe not to have played more minutes. But I wonder if this is a sort of game for Jake Hyde where he has to come in and be horrible for an hour to give us that start and then let Murphy come and run right for 40 minutes, 30 minutes. It's a bit of a head scratcher though, because I We've think got too many options. Uh, which is nice, which is it is nice, don't get me wrong, but Jake Hyde's a bit of a head-scratching one because I don't think I've seen out of Jake Hyde what I expected to see out of him so far. I don't think he's... 
he has imposed himself on games as much as he should have when he's been given the chance. And yeah, I don't know. You'd be hard pressed to, you have to make the decision and sit by it. So if you do that and it doesn't produce, um, it's going to be a hard one to stand by. It'll be interesting. I I do think we'll see changes. And I think because, because we need to have a more imposing start i think we'll go three at the back they're bloody brilliant problems to have don't get me oh, wrong oh, how many years have we been sat there going well i think it's a four at the back because we've got four defenders uh i think it's a two up front but i'm not sure who the other one is you know it's it's a really really nice problem to have and you look at the benches the bench we had in the fa cup i'll just get the um the starting bench here on my little app thing. Well, we, yeah, while well, she's doing that, we've just had that whole discussion and not mentioned Jordan Maguire during start not, once. Uh, well, we, we haven't mentioned Sonny Blue Everton. No. What, what's, what's he done wrong? <laughs> and honestly, I'm not sure how he makes the five on the bench. He played that home game as well and he looks so good. How ridiculous. Yeah. So the bench, Maguire Drew, Murphy, Zach Bell, who suddenly has become a completely forgotten man. <laughs> Doors, Low Everton, Hyde, and the keeper abuse. Which, which which two of those are you taking out? Doors. So you take the keeper out and Doors, right? Yeah. So you've then got to get Morgan Williams in somewhere. So who's another one that drops out? Got to get rid of a third. Sunny Blake. Really? Yeah. Over Bell? Or Bell. Yeah, it'd probably be but, Bell. But, but then but, have we got an obligation to City? No, but have we got an obligation to have a defender on the bench? You haven't yeah. got one defensive option. Although yeah. you've got players in the team yeah. who can... Yeah, yeah, back. Of course. I mean, yeah. if I was a striker running at Michael Smith at centre-back, I'd probably think twice about the looking for an option rather than trying to run through them. So. I think we need to have a little bit of a, a pace option on the bench. That if Ben Seymour gets a bit of success just by running at us and turning Staunton and one around... I think we need to have a bit of pace to call upon. Honestly, this is this is a really <laughs> it's a it's a really tough tough call. There's going to be some disappointed disappointed people. Some people forward big time to the Somerset Men's Premier Cup just to play some footy. The mm. problem is, or the the good thing is, should I say, we're starting to outscore teams and beat them comfortably. I said this to you. Last week, didn't I, Ben? We're actually starting to become one of them teams who will put in three goals if the other team put in two goals. I've been crying out for that for so long here that that those bench players, those finishers, are just as good as the ones in the starting eleven, if not better, because that is where you do see the teams a little bit more tired. So this is this is where I'm going to call upon the uh, the Glovers Cast DMs on on Twitter. Thank you to Stony who has been in the DMs and he gives his own credit to Andrew Foot for the following numbers. I just want to rattle through some of these numbers here to just kind of say what you have sort of really hammer home that point you just made. At it, we've scored 17 goals at Hewish Park in all competitions this uh, last season. This season we've scored 18. Uh, in 36 minutes on Saturday, Reese Murphy scored more than all bar four players of from the entirety of last season. That's a great start. Ten games into the season, including the cup game, two players have matched or beaten last season's top scorer tally. This season, we have won six matches in 35 days. Last season, we claimed six wins in the final 203 days of the season. We've scored three or more in a match once last season. This time, we've done it four times already in 10 games, and one of them we lost. Um, if we were to keep scoring at the same rate, we would finish the season with 87 goals, 52 more than last season. However, if we concede at the same rate, we would concede 66, which is six more than last season, but we still have a goal difference of plus 21. We cannot accuse this team of not finding goals this season, can we? No. Late ones as well, add to uh, that. Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, I know part of that is, of course, because there's so much added on time. But if you think about the way that Stoneham declined at the back end of their game, 
when we get into and it was again it's been alluded to today in in the in the pre-matches when we get to december and january and february and things start creeping in for teams and they're really feeling it and injuries and suspensions are kicking their butts more than they're kicking ours jeez and you look at that league as well and some of the teams that are up there at the moment i think we could probably confidently say one or two of them will drop off it's really common at this level of football for players yeah. to disappear go and play somewhere else um pick up knocks and injuries and just that sort of wear and tear once you're 30 games into the season that they just sort of won't be able to manage as well as a team who are training four times a week playing saturday tuesday all of the stuff that sits around it um and yeah um, and 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 games will get postponed yeah so you'll get a part-time team that's suddenly got a run of saturday tuesdays and they don't get any training sessions in whatsoever and it's yeah. just not you know that's i know it's all far ahead in the future but these last three games and yes the whole stoneham asterisk is there but there's nothing there's no asterisk on that eastbourne borough game for me there's no asterisk on that western supermare game for me purely in terms of goal scoring starting to really enjoy it as well i know we're in the league below um but we've we've scored in every game since the opening day yeah and it's nice it's nice having that support of a busier fan base to who are starting to expect goals and sort of believe that we're going to score goals that we're going to win games and that we're going to hit the top at some point this season and that could come back to bite me to say but there's that expectation starting to build that at some point this season we're going to hit the top of the league and I'd like it to be sooner rather than later. I'd like to start hammering in some of those early goals in games. We discussed this last time. That message still remains of let's really put teams to bed. Let's not leave it till the 80th minute to scratch around for a goal. Let's let's really put these games to bed. But when we're in the pre-season chat, Ben, we did say need to rely on players to step up and come off the bench. And it's good to see that's happening. Yeah. Foxy was alluded to today about, about squad depth and, I hadn't really thought about it an awful lot, but in this chat that we've had about how the heck we get this squad together, if Mark Cooper's man management is as good as people, as good as his players are saying his man management is, and everybody stays as happy as they possibly can, having the fact that we're going to be able to call upon others at the back end of the season, geez, that's going to feel important, I think. It really, really is. Big time, big time. And I think our... Full-time status, like we've just, like just alluded to, um, is also going to play a massive part. Um, and our fitness fitness levels, um, it's just, um, see, like you say, Mark Cooper's just got to keep everyone happy mm. and chomping at the bit, which, yeah. um, you know, Reese Murphy alluded to himself um, after his after his hat-trick. He sort of said that he was, you know, chomping at the bit, ready to, ready to go when he got his chance, and he got his chance. So, um I'm sure the other the other players are also the same. You know, the the new um, new videos of, for the life of me, I can't remember what it's called now. The you know the HP source is it? I think yeah. Um, seeing seeing those, which have been absolutely outstanding, might I add. Um, you know, you can see the camaraderie, the fight mm. um, of the players, and and the and the fun that they're having as well. The laughs, yeah. the jokes, and would we, we you know we might obviously. You know, didn't see that last season, but um, you know, it's it's really good to see, and it looks like they've got a we've got a, a squad that can get on well with each other, but also a squad that want to um, want to do well as well, and they want to prove a point, um, and it's just good to see. It's great to see. Um, I was gonna I was gonna make a point actually, and maybe we haven't really got time to delve into it because I want to get stuck into the questions. Um, HP source. Great to have um, Alex Russell back doing his doodles. Distant Glover doing his doodles. Love that. Chris is back with his green and white goals, uploading on YouTube. Michael West is doing fantastic things with the um, uh, Heritage uh, guys. I don't know if you've seen pictures on Facebook of the the new upstairs at Hewish Park, looking rather smart and lovely. I Glover's cast is part of it as well, of course. Yeovil Town content right now, you think about the fact that we've got, you know, Callum Hallett, who helps us out on the Glover's cast, uh, you know, tweeting these amazing statistical sort of um, things, HP Source, we've already mentioned. Content for Yeovil fans right now is 
at a pretty good place, isn't it? You think about, look, we, we've got Ollie doing those incredible reels when he goes to games. It's those boring little bits that you don't really think about. But I just want to say, I think if you are Yeovil Town orientated, finding content is a good thing right now. Even Steve Salden's back blogging. It's those type of things that there's something for everyone. So, yes. Yeah. Good, good. I've got, I want a camera in the dressing room for pre and halftime team talks more. I, I'm not in charge of that, but <laughs> that's my shout out, my beg. <laughs> I, ooh, sorry. Um, I do like the videos, so I think they're really good. I just, I think it's so interesting, doesn't it? Isn't it? To see what happens in professional dressing rooms. And I thought the videos from the end of last season, um, were great the two documentaries with that chance to see what's in the dressing room um it's that sort of behind closed door that you don't get to see much of and i know that we're starting to see it with dorkin and wrexham and those sort of clubs who are becoming pretty tiktok famous and all of that um and that's that's a scene right now isn't it if you can yeah. crack those sort of scenes that's the content that people are looking for um i i just find it so interesting i think it's great stuff this is all this is all lovely it's too nice ben. everyone's being it lovely is. stop it right maybe some questions will cheer us up i've got the hashtag here i had a quick look there's none on facebook fine um, we're going to start with Ryan Peasland, who asks if he could be so bold, he would like to. He says, evening. 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 There we go. Do you think the charity pink kit is what was originally intended to be our away kit? And if there can be a better way of utilizing it in this way, then fantastic. I don't think so, is my gut instinct there, because Martin Hellier said he didn't like the the what was scheduled to be our away kit. So we had it changed. Um, so I think this is completely brand new and actually it's quite nice. Um, any disagreements there? We move on. Happy? I don't care if it was or not. I'm just okay. really happy with how they've utilised it and think it's really nice. It does look yeah. good, not it? I, I like that the badge is blacked out with the black on the black banner. Yeah, I thought that was really cool as well. Nice. Um, Ryan also says, with Facebook an algorithm hellhole, and Musk suggesting all users of X, formerly known as Twitter, may start paying a small subscription. Have you guys considered rebirthing the cyberspace forum and chat rooms? I can safely say, on behalf of the Glovers cast, that we will have the square root of jack shit to do with any kind of forum or chat room. That will never happen, so long as I have breath in my lungs. Are forums still a thing? Like football I, football? I don't care. I, I, I have nothing to do with them. Oh, nothing to do with them. And good times, it, eh? They were, they were good times. So no, I remember those guys no, growing they were. up. No, Bully they were. the Hereford fan. No, oh. bully, wasn't it? <laughs> oh my god. Um, <laughs> if anyone, if if Musk does start charging for Twitter, um, feel free to come and find us on all of the other platforms because that's where we'll be. Uh, Hughish Hugh, oh, we've got going on. I'm gonna have to get my translation out. It says Buenos noches with Coatsy Boy in Espana. Formerly, he's back in the country now. What's the best foreign destination you've ever been to? Elliot Watts, favorite foreign destination. Did we not have the same question last time I was on? It was very similar, wasn't it? Possibly. Um, favorite foreign destination, probably Florida. Florida, okay, lovely. Um, Foxy, um. I'm going to go something different. I'm going to go Tokyo. Was that work or was that pleasure? That was that was work. That was work. So was it yeah. good? It was very good. Lovely place. Um, mine's mine's New York. Um, the second one, actually, Tokyo is pretty high on my list. A foreign destination you've not been to, but would most like to visit. I think Tokyo. I think Japan in general is right up there on that list for me. Um, I'd also throw in a. A Boxing Day test match in Australia as well. Oh um, yeah, that would that would be high on my list. Um, right, anyone anyone want to go on holiday anywhere nice? Wouldn't mind Dubai. That looks something like maybe I'd go to for a couple of days. But I think the Boxing Day test match as well for me. Mm. Everyone in the room is agreeing to that, aren't they? I'd also like to go to Vegas if a 
Brett was boxing out there and Gates was boxing out there. Um, but right now, I really fancy a couple of weeks on the beach in the Maldives or Mauritius. I definitely recommend Vegas. <laughs> okay. Um, David Coates, one GCQ eats for the star panel. Uh, I, uh, For me, apparently, I walk into a bar, Josh Staunton, Frank Nubler, and Mark Cooper beckon you to separate tables. What? Okay, well, who do you join <laughs> and what drink do you get? I think I think I'd sit with Mark Cooper, you know. Try and open him up a bit. Are you cheating on Josh Staunton? I think yeah, I think so. I think so. I think I'm gonna sit with Mark Cooper. What drink do I get? I'm gonna get a mocktail. I need to know what you would do in the situation where you ask him a question, he answers the question and does some really funny eyes that he does at the end where he's still like sort of in thought or maybe a little bit annoyed <laughs> where they go to the side that that cracks me up quite a lot to be fair okay right yes i well i i would wait for him to finish his, his crazy eyes i wouldn't uh, go to the table just for fear of him doing that to me i think i i think i think i could i i could i could break him down <laughs> he, he just he's just a big pussycat really i'm sure of it um he, he may be sort of steely faced on camera but He's, yeah, he could break him down. Uh, Foxy, you've got a little golf emoji. Which current, YTFC, which current YTFC player are you pairing with, I guess, at golf? I'm guessing that's at the Ryder Cup. Um, uh, anywhere, I think, really. Just around the Oval Golf Course, I think. Which Oval Golfer? I suppose I would go with um, probably the one that's got the, the YouTube channel, which would be Jamie Sendles White, I would say, or Josh Staunton, but probably Jamie Sendles White because he looks... Uh, a pretty decent golfer. He's got all the gear, hasn't he? Mm. Whether he's got any idea, I have no idea. But likes a flop shot. Whatever. Loves a oh. flop shot. One of those is. Um, I can't ask Watsies. I'm not allowed to ask Watsies. Watsie, what's your favourite um, flavour of Aldi dupe can? Ah, oh, Phantom Lemon Twist. Nice. No, so just about Lemon Twist over the Fruit Twist? Yeah. Yeah, I think that, I agree That's with you. like being in Spain, actually, isn't it? Uh, it's like the real thing. It's amazing. I love it. There you go. Yeah. Big fan. Um, uh, Clevo. Oh, hang on. I could be angry about this. With Storm Nigel set to hit parts of the country soon, if weather forecasters are to be believed, what's the worst weather you've ever experienced at a YTFC match? I, I think we might have all been there. <laughs> Hartley Paul in the Cup. Well, I was going to say York. Oh god, that was awful, wasn't it? Um, I mean, they're the. Oh no, actually, no. I went to Morgan once, but that was the coldest. I think the worst yeah. has to be York or Hartlepool York. when it got cancelled. Hartlepool, yeah, rocking up at Hartlepool at two o'clock, half past two, and going. There's about three foot of snow on that pitch. That ain't happening. Um, that was pretty horrific. I remember getting absolutely drenched at Accrington once. Yeah, same season. Same yes. season, wasn't it? Yes. That was minging. Also not, Tuesday night. Yeah, didn't enjoy that. I had a few mates um, from work up here in Leeds. We all went across as three or four of us. And they were all like, is this normally what happens? And I'm like, yeah, this this mm. kind of sums it up. Yeah, this is pretty awful. Yeah, that was minging. I'm, I'm, I'm actually going to go for that Accrington game. So I'm still not entirely sure I've dried out. Um, Big fan of Clevo popping there, if they're to believe in there. It's got Do a you little, believed. It's got a little bit of the... Uh, can we ask Clevo in response if the earth's flat or not? <laughs> <laughs> I'd be, I don't know. There you go. Um, Hewish Daz, Darren Bryant says, my mate is a Woking fan, brackets, I know. And five of us are going to their early kickoff on Saturday versus York. Emoji eyes. Uh, no Yeovil connections there then. Then, straight after, a full time, we are Ubering it. With the wind behind us, we will be at the Beverly for the Yeovil game. Have any one of us ever done two games in one day? I don't think I have. Have you, Watsy? Yes. We went to, I can't even remember where we went. We went to watch Yeovil somewhere. It was like, I think it might have been Rochdale, actually. And then we went across to... Darling, no, not Darlington, Doncaster on the way back. Okay. Well, not really on the way back to watch Able Ladies in a oh, 
six o'clock, seven o'clock kickoff on the Saturday evening. That's kind of cool. Yeah, it was a late trip back though. I bet it was. It was. It was a long day. Yeah. Decent, but long day. That's good. Foxy, have you ever done two and one? No, not a football match. No, no, I don't think I have. I think no. I've done like I've done times where I was probably when I was a kid where I did like I either played in or refed or watched like a kids game on the morning. Mm. I was involved with with my team and then gone across to Hewish Park or something. Yeah. That was that was growing up in Yeovil in that era, though, wasn't it? Like grassroots was thriving. Like yeah. you had all the teams in Yeovil and the surrounding areas, and then all the kids would be at Huge Park in the afternoon watching the football. Like, I think that's what we all did of that age, wasn't it? Yeah. Big up yeah. the almost the town massive. Right. Um, next question. I need to do some. I need to do some figuring out here. James Drew says, "Evening all. Evening. Evening." Uh, looking at the fixtures for next month, is it most important month of the season? Just to clarify, 7th, Avely at home, 14th, Bath City away, asterisk might be FA Cup, Worthing away on the 21st, 24th, it's an evening kickoff, is, excuse me, the Seagull Botherers, and then Braintree, that home game with all its excellent side hustles going on, on the 28th, Avely are like second. Bath are top. Worthing are expected to be closer to the top than the bottom. Weymouth are, well, Weymouth and Braintree were a playoff side last season. Oh, it's a biggie. <laughs> that is a biggie. I didn't realise how big that month is. It's a biggie, isn't it? It is a biggie. And it could, and it could have two FA Cup games in there as well, potentially. Do you feel at the moment, this is again a big statement, I'm not sure if I'm going to really say this, um, but at the moment, say it, um, it feels like when we were in the conference with Gary Johnson, you oh, feel like said it. we turn up and get oh, a result. Oh, I said, said it. Um, it, it feels that way. It feels there's a lot of confidence going about, just not the fans, but also the team. Oh, my days. You said it. What you said it. He said it. It's a ma- that's a massive month, isn't it? And I think, I think we're only in third gear at the moment, and I don't think we've got out of third gear just yet. That's the month where you've got to be hitting top form, looking to sort of end it in the sort of top three or four places in the league. We, we we play first, second, fourth as it stands. You can make some massive ground that month, can't you? Oh my Jesus Christ. As tight as it is at the moment, isn't it? Up there. Like I know we're what are we, nine league games in there at Correct. the moment? So it's close at the top already. Um I don't see that gap growing too much. Um I think it's a league where everyone beats everyone. Um so yeah, I think come that month you got to be looking at wins and draws only with more wins, really. Don't worry, it gets really easy after that. Dartford away, Torquay away in November. It, November. it starts to get really busy as well, doesn't it? It seems yeah. like the, the fixture build-up sort of starts again. And then you can start chucking in an FA Trophy game and a, whatever else in there as well. <laughs> Holy moly. Yeah, do you know what? That's a great shout by by James Drew, you know, I think if we get a good result out of, I think that makes it almost more important that we get a good result, Saturday, to make sure we're going into Avely in, in good nick. Yeah, Avely's decent game to be back at Hewish, isn't it? Yeah, massive. Yeah. We've still got an FA Cup game in between then as well. Yeah. It feels like with these FA Cup games, the league's just like stuttering a little bit, doesn't it? Well, it does. I mean, if you th- if you consider that Stoneham played three FA Cup games before they played, they played more. They played more cup games and league games when they met because <laughs> yeah. they'd also had their they'd had an FA Vars game and like their county cup already. Yeah. Crazy. But that's a great shout by James. Uh, Callum Hallett says, "Evening, evening, evening." After the news of the Braintree home game this week, what other things like this can you think of that Yeovil have done? 
have we ever gone this far? I mean, we've always done the poppy shirts, haven't we? And they've always yeah. sold and always done well. And we've always supported that. But this is the first time I think we've made a complete day of something. Uh, Obviously, we, we, we've had the Legends game. And we've always had we've had charities come along and do, oh, there's a bucket collection for a charity. Oh, there's this happening. But like for an entire day to this level, I, I can't recall any off the top of my head. Either of you two? No. No. The club's no. been associated with some really good stuff, hasn't it? But... Yeah, of course. We, we've done loads. And again, the Oval supporters have always backed that up. You know, we want to raise money for mind in somerset let's do it brilliant fantastic we want to raise money for this let's do it brilliant fantastic always sell the poppy shirts etc etc but yeah this is the first time i think we've done something to this level and like i say long may it continue uh oh my word almost a pro pilot says abuna siala anyone want to go on what what uh nationality that is I'm not very good with countries, as you both know. Awkward! <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to reply with Hakuna Matata. Uh, <laughs> it, it's Romanian, <laughs> so unless Timon and Pumba are from Bucharest, I guess. Um, Bucharest? Budapest? Budapest? Which one's... No idea. Anyway, uh, is Didcot Town another no-win? How can football win against Hampton and Richmond? And how many more Reese Murphy hat-tricks are we going to see? We will get stuck into Didcot next week a little bit more, but it feels like another no-win, doesn't it? Uh, how can football win against Hampton and Richmond? With the mighty green and whites coming out on top. And this is the question I think we want to kind of put a number to. How many more Reese Murphy hat-tricks are we going to see? Hey. What, all season? At least. That is that is a low no, I thought you were gonna go higher than that. I'm gonna go five. <laughs> as long as we see multiple pictures of him holding a ball with his three fingers up under some floodlights. Oof. At at Weymouth and Torquay. Oh, I've i I've still got pictures of Alex Fisher coming back nodding the uh nodding the winner in at Weymouth. That's what Right. Um, ba, 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 ba. Um, oh, well, hang on. We, 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 we've got one to moan about. Elliot Elliot Warner says, evening. 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 Come on. You started off with moaning, so... Yeah, I, was, I know, but... I know, but I was revved up. What are your thoughts on fans being blocked by the official accounts for tweeting opinions on certain things? Seen it quite a lot of happening on socials recently. Prime example, a couple of people have replied saying, prime example, with screenshots of them being blocked. Um, not a massive fan. Not of official accounts, if I'm honest with you. There's a whole lot of context that's needed on those, isn't it? If, yeah. if you say abusive things, then you deserve it. If you haven't said abusive things and you just said things that are negative or you disagree with certain things, then you probably don't. Um I'm not necessarily a big fan of it because that might be your access to a customer. If we boil it down to that, you want to tell people when the ticket goes on sale or when a shirt is available or whatever it is. And I don't, I'm not a big fan of that. It's 2023 football is discussed on social media across the entire country. I don't think unless there's abusiveness, which is absolutely fair mm. opinions, lack of, um like aggressive language and stuff like that if people are sharing opinions then i don't think there's any need for people to be blocked on social media um it's just there's silly, also, really, isn't it? there's also something called a mute button yeah if you can get around that the way. club don't want to see someone's opinion then you could just click the mute button mm. yeah but, probably a better way of doing it but to cut them off completely from accessing information that may benefit you financially doesn't feel like quite the right way to I go about it. I, I would also say that everyone can be grown up about it and there are other ways of contacting people. And if you want to email and get a hold of people and go, Hey, can we rediscuss this? Like you can be a grown up too and approach and it's say, great. let's, let's go back and, and go back and, and do it a different way. Um, overall though, not a big fan myself. Agreed. 
Can't say much more than that, really. Can no, it? yeah, but if anyone is going to send out abusive messages, you absolutely deserve it. Right then, uh, we're going to finish with Dexter Tyson, who says, Bonjour. Hola. Time for another five. Ciao. Ciao. Time for another five-a-side team. You can only pick one from each choice. We're going quick fire again here, ladies and gentlemen. Um, we're going to start. Um, Fox, you're at the top of my screen, so you're going first on this first. Elliot, you're going second. I'll go third. Quick fire. Name. Very brief reason. Goalkeeper. Hennessy or Steer? Fox. Hennessy. Watts. Hennessy. It's Wayne Hennessy. Um, <laughs> Wayne Hennessy before the whole, you know, yeah. incident. In- thing. Yes. And it was yeah. just a. It was just misjudgment on the photo. It, it was. Yeah, that's a really. Really bad misjudgment. Um, okay. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, what's your going first? Alcock or Morgan Williams? Ooh. That's minging, isn't it? Uh, talkie on Boxing Day, Alcock. Or what about talking in the FA Cup? Whenever it was. Yeah, I'm going Morgan Williams. We get more solid performances out of him. You didn't know what Alcock would turn out some weeks. I think I think you get more positions out of Morgan Williams. I think you get more variety in a five-a-side environment. So I'm also going to go Morgan Williams. Morgan Williams. That's close. Um, this one I feel like Elliot, you're going to have um, a spot of bother. <laughs> have you have you seen this one? No. Okay, so. Um, Sorry. Go on. I was going to say, is it going to be? It's going to be something that's going to be heart over heart over Elliot, isn't it? I think this one. I bet uh, it's midfield. <laughs> it's 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 Jimmy Smith or Matty Dolan. Five aside, Jimmy Smith. Oh, Dolan. Why? Why Dolan? I just can't get that goal, that Middlesbrough goal out of my head. Is it Middlesbrough, the halfway line? Uh, it's all right. no. I mean, it's Walsall. all right. But... Walsall, sorry. Yeah. It's all right. Keep us out of position. Oh, I thought I thought, I, was, I thought I was going to get you with that, Watsy. thought I was going to get you with that one. Um, I don't know what I'm going with there. I'm, I'm, I'm like crying inside, but you get more out of Dolan on a... 11 a side match, don't you? Because you can spray it around. There's I'm my there's my defensiveness. Um, okay, Ben, you've got to choose. Ah, uh, Jimmy Smith, just you get but, more out of him, don't you? You get more out of him, Jimmy Smith, but he's not allowed to wear number five on his back because that was a crime. Um, this one is going to hurt. I'm sorry for whoever doesn't get this selection. It's Michael McIndo or Tom Knowles. That's easy. McKinney for me. Is it? Yeah. It's yeah. McKinney for me. It's McKinney for me as well. I, I don't think it's that Sorry. easy. I, th- I, I think you're probably right. And Sorry, I think yeah. it is I think it is 3-0 to McKinney, but that ain't I, easy for me. I that didn't even go through the brainwaves. That came straight out of the mouth. Me? Yeah. Well you consider how oh, okay. I think it's a nostalgia with McKinney though, isn't it? There That's, is, yeah. there is a nostalgia with McKinder, but when I go nostalgia about that, I go nostalgic to Gav. I go to Gavin Williams. I go to Kevin Gall. I go to that. I don't go. To yeah, Mc- but he's still in that. Yeah, box. yeah, I agree with those. Now, th- now this is now this one's going to be interesting because they were both rubbish. Um, Ishmael Miller or Ruben Reed? Oh, jeez. I can't I think. Forgive, I can't forgive Ishmael Miller for that penalty against Leeds. Uh, he still I, wasn't I, as bad as being rubbish. I don't think I'd go Ishmael. <laughs> Ishmael away at Wigan was absolutely sensational. Where, yeah. he, just like, where he just was like, and oh, Watford, fine. And at Watford as well. He was yeah. really good at Watford. On his debut. Yeah. I was watching I was watching at the weekend and I when Newbley was just sort of like wandering round, it reminded me of exactly what Ishmael Miller would be like because then he could flick this switch, yeah. swivel and just put one in the net. And it's like, yeah. where has he found that from? I'm going to give him Ishmael Miller, but he's not on pens. 
Miller, Miller for me. I've I've got to back. You know, Coatsy, Coatsy will be shouting at his uh, whatever he listens to on his tomorrow morning. Yeah. Back in Miller, I'm going Ishmael Miller, but I need I need a word with him about that penalty. Um, so that kind of wraps us up. I'm hoping one of you two has been writing down titles because I haven't been because we're all useless. Um, thank you very much, guys. I really do appreciate it. Oh, what's what's you got a hand up, mate? I have an AB to say congratulations to Mike Cleverly, fan of the pod on the birth of his baby daughter this evening or this morning. Yeah. He had his baby. Oh, yeah. congratulations, Mike. Nice one, Mike. What a ledge. Nice. That's love. What, what a lovely way to finish. This has been lovely. <laughs> Too nice. I'm not coming back again for a yeah, while until it's bad. Sorry. We'll, we, we, we will at some point go through a sticky patch and then everyone will be on to moan. It'll be fine. Till I can be grumpy. Yeah. Okay. Right. Thank you very much for your time. Tomorrow morning, Saturday morning, match day morning, your match day commute travel companion will be the foot in both camps with Seb White and me about 20 minutes long. We had a chill mag the other day and uh, talked about how he's involved at Hampton and Richmond. Um, and that will be live on Saturday morning. So please do check that out. Elliot, thank you so much. Foxy, thank you so much for your company. I'm sure we'll have the dulcet tones of your good selves before too long as well. Enjoy the game on Saturday, whether you're going or whether you're listening. Um, and we'll, and we'll chat to you after the weekend. And with a quick turn, skipper Alex Dock slams it in. There's Lindergaard making Morris back pedal. Davis looking to help it into the path of Morris. He's found him by the deflection. It's Aaron Davis. He could win it. He probably has won it for Yeovil.